Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, AKA the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. I am your host, like always, Danny Carter Iddens. How are you guys doing? Happy Wednesday. I hope that you um, had a great week and I hope you got vision boarding, um, you know, kind of started for 2020. I did. I got my, I started to get my materials together um, because I decided, you you guys, even though I said I wasn't as crafty as um, um, some people are, I decided I was going to make a physical vision board, um, as well as a digital one. So yeah, this should be exciting. Um, so start getting your materials together for the vision board. And this week we are going to kind of, um, step away from, well, maybe not. I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. We're going to step away from that whole kind of manifestation idea for just a little bit. And we're going to talk about priorities. We're going to talk about, um, you know, what we meet, what a priority is, what it means. And like, how do we keep our eye on the prize with those? But before we do that, I just want to ask you to subscribe to this podcast. If you like this podcast, if you love what you hear each week, each week, please subscribe and also visit takingbackyou.com for more information about Taking Back You, about our mission, which is to love on moms and to support them and to help them grow to be great moms and more than moms. And then also, if you want more information about past episodes, if you want to listen to past episodes, you can check out all of that there on takingbackyou.com. So you guys, priorities. That is so important when you're a mom, is figuring out your priorities. Um, I don't know if you know this, but this week, um, Saturday, I mentioned it last week, but Saturday was my son's sixth birthday. And one of the things that we told him he could have for his birthday, well, the only thing that we told him he could have for his birthday was a puppy. So if you follow me on Instagram or on any kind of social media, you know that said puppy, uh, Mr. Uh, actually, his name is Sir Benjamin Whitefoot Iddens. Um, he now lives with us and he's been living with us since Sunday. And so as a result, our priorities have completely shifted um mine most because you know listen the kids get dogs but you know you know moms you know how it is we're the ones that have to take care of the dogs especially while they're at school like it's us and so my priorities have totally shifted and I found myself doing things that I wouldn't normally do um because now I have a puppy baby I have a puppy baby and he's so cute you guys I'm I mean like to say obsessed um obsessed is probably not even the word that I would use like I am crazy about this dog he's so stinking cute I love his face oh my gosh anyways though um what what it made me do you know getting Benji and bring him into our home is kind of realizing that like there's some things and some time that um I had before that might get have to be like switched around because you know what one of the biggest things and first off I want to tell you what you know priority it means first that literally prior 
the word prior is in priority. It means first. So it's like something that came first. What is in, what is most important? What comes first? And so a lot of times, you know, when we think about priorities, which I think a lot of us don't think about priorities, but when we should be thinking about priorities, we often think like, oh, you know what? I don't have enough time to do everything that I'm supposed to do. You know, there's just not, how many times have you heard someone say, there's just not enough hours in the day. There's just not enough time. There's just not enough whatever. And here's the thing. You know, there are some people who can take the same 24 hours and they can get like a whole bunch done. And then there's people who can take 24 hours and get nothing done. And, and you know what? They're both existing within the same 24 hour period. So you gotta, you gotta figure something different is happening for one person versus the other. And the best I can figure is that the one person has figured out what their priorities are, what is super important, what's not so important, and they're making sure that they're focusing on the important things and the not so important things. So, you know, we've talked about before making lists. Like, and you know, I love me a good list. I love a to-do list. But the problem with to-do lists is that a lot of times what we do is we pick out all the small things on the list, all the minor things, we do those first. And usually there's a lot more minor things than there are major things. And so after you do all those like minor little bitty things, you end up too tired to do the major things, the things that would be like movers, the things that would be shakers, the things that would really get your life going in the direction that you want it to go. And so then what ends up happening is that we go watch Netflix and we give up for the day. And, you know, um, you want to try to take more of a handle on your life. You want to take more of a handle on your priorities and you want to figure out what those priorities are. Because, you know what, I think a lot of us think that, you know, being busy means that we're doing something. So like the whole idea of like busyness, where we just fill our schedule with lots of things. And then we feel like, oh, because my schedule is full, then like, you know, I must be world's greatest or whatever because my schedule, look, just look, look how many things I'm doing. Look at, I'm, oh man, I just, I'm, I'm volunteering at, you know, for the PTA. And of course, you know, I have my side business and, you know, I, um, I, I'm leading the runner's club and I'm da, da, da. No, I'm doing none of these things, by the way. Um, <laughs> but just an example of like how we feel like when we're doing all those things, I'm in five small groups at church and I also volunteer and, you know, like we feel like because we're doing those things, we're like doing like, you know, we're doing a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, yeah, you are doing a whole bunch of stuff, but like, what are you actually doing? What are you getting out of this, all this, all these things that you're doing? Are you do, are you not doing something that you should be doing because your whole life is filled with this like busyness um you know and that's what I think is really important is that it's really easy to um be busy and not get anything done so that's where priorities kick in and that's where priorities are so important because it reminds us that being busy doesn't always mean that we're getting something done so right now, if you um, if you are a friend of mine, you know that I'm in a Bible study, and currently in this Bible study, we are um, each week we talk about the lies that are um, being told to that like the lies that women believe, and the lie for um, this week was priorities, and I thought it was such an important topic that I wanted to discuss it with you guys because it was like it hit it like super 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 hit home for me. But one of the things that um, is talked about in the book is that. Um, you know, 
we have so many modern conveniences that we didn't have, you know, even 50, 60 years ago that are supposed to, you know, and these conveniences are supposed to make our lives easier. So like we think to ourselves like, oh man, isn't it nice? You know, we have a microwave, you guys. Microwaves, dishwashers. Listen, how many people, um, don't, if you don't have a dishwasher, I am so sorry. I, 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 oh my gosh, dishwashers have, have literally saved my life. Um, just because, you know, it, it can, dishes can get out of hand and just like standing there. And I read this, this statistic, which I thought was crazy, was that with all the modern conveniences that we have now, we have like 50, um, like, the amount of like 50 servants or whatever in our home because of all of the technological advances that we have. And so you think to yourself, well, if you have all these, you know, technologies available to you, or at least some of them available to you to make your life easier, then why the heck does it always feel like we always have a whole bunch of like stuff to do and we're always so super busy and we're always frustrated and we're always a mess and we're always trying to figure out how to get back on track from when we got off track and now we got to get on the new track because the old track doesn't work anymore and it and it's just like why do we always feel like that why do we always feel crazy well I think what it is is that we are busy but we're not actually getting anything done. So, you know, all of those technologies really, you know, they do help. Uh, Lord knows they help. I'm Don't ever quote me as saying microwaves are not wonderful or, or dishwashers are not wonderful. That would be, that that would be determined as a lie. I love all of these technologies. And, and, and I'm not even really thinking about those things. But what I'm thinking about is, and I'm gonna say it, and you know how I feel about it, I'm thinking about things like social media, like our smartphones all the hundreds of apps that are available, thousands of apps, tens of thousands of apps that are available to us, you know, that we can use that are supposed to, quote unquote, make our lives simpler. So I don't know if you're anything like me, but this is kind of what I do. When I have, um, when, okay, so like I, a lot of times I, my mind is always going in a thousand different directions because I'm like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do this for taking back you and I got to make sure my son has this for school and I got to make sure, now I got to add the dog in and I got to make sure to take Benji out. I got to make sure, you know, oh, does my husband have everything that he needs? Did I do laundry? Does everybody have clean, clean underwear? Did, you know, <laughs> like you have like a thousand things going on in your brain. And so what do you inevitably think as people, millennials, because I mean, we're all millennial moms here. And we think, oh, well, there must be an app for that. There's something that's going to help me organize my life. I'm going to get my life right. Isn't that our slogan for 2019? Get your life right. So I go on, I go, um, I'm, a, I'm a pixel girl. So I go in the Google Play Store and I find a, an app for to-do lists. And I'm like, oh, here's a to-do list app, which by the way, um, Keep, Google Keep is like the best to-do list app. It's not it's not fancy, but you get stuff done and you can share it with other people. And we use it all the time in my family. But you know what I do? I get my app. I get my app and I download my app. I'm like, ooh, now we're now we're really cooking with gas. I got my app and I'm gonna make my list. And then I then I spend another half an hour making my list and trying to remember the things I was gonna put on my list when I got my app that I was gonna get so that I could that I can get stuff done. And now I realize that I have devoted a solid hour to not really doing anything, but thinking about the things that I have to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We do it all the time. 
And, you know, social media, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with it, but Lord, it doesn't help. We look on social media and we think we should be doing way, way more than what we are doing. Even if we're doing a lot, we still can look on social media and think we need to be doing more. You're like, well, well, you know, why don't I, I pet puppies in my free time and feed all of the poor? You know, this woman's doing it and she's got three kids. I only have two kids and no dog. So I should be able to build houses on the weekends for people. I mean, you know, we feel like that all the time. We feel like we are less than. We are comparing ourselves to the things that we see. And so what it what ends up happening is that we end up saying yes to things that we might not necessarily, you know, be in a position to say yes to. And you want to know about learning how to say no. Check out, listen to, uh, go on takingbackyou.com, listen to past episodes of, um, of this podcast and I'll, I'll help you with saying no. <laughs> Third, my thirties were really great for learning how to say no. And it, and it's hard. Um, it, it, no, listen, it's not that hard. Actually, once you get good at saying no, then you almost have to be careful that you're just not saying no, just, say, just to hear yourself say it. But, um, you know, what ends up happening is that we are busy, but we're not getting anything done. And what we are doing with our time is really just basically a lot of like um, TV. We, we we'll probably watch a lot of TV, especially if you are a stay-at-home mom. There's probably a lot of TV on in the background. And I know there are people who like believe in no screen time for their children. They hate TV. They did. And I, listen, I totally I'm on board with you on that, but sometimes just TV, it's just, I I haven't figured out how to do it where we can just have like a TV free time and life and we just don't sometimes need that, need, need to turn on a show to get something else done, you know, so we can, our kid is watching the show and we can get something done. I, I, I just, am, I'm not good at it. Um, if you are, I'm so proud of you please, uh, you're a better, a better parent than I, I guess, because I can't figure out how to do it. And, you know, like I said, we have our busy, busyness. So we feel like, oh, well, we, like we're going over here. We're going over there. We're going over there. And we don't really create any time in our lives for just relaxation, for meditation, for prayer, for reflection. And so, if you're thinking to yourself, yes, Danny, this is me. I have lots of to-do lists with only like a third of the things checked off and my list just keeps getting longer and I don't know what to do and I've got to be over here for this and over there for that and I've got to take my kid to this activity and I've got to get dinner on the table and I've got to make sure everybody um, has all their flu shots and I've got to make sure that, you know, the dog gets his uh, heartworm medicine and I have to make sure that, you know, um, my husband, you know, ha- I'm able to practice his presentation with him because he's got a big, big presentation that can get him a promotion if he gets a promotion then we'll get a bigger house and then I have more things to take care of. Help. Okay. So you got to figure out what needs to happen and like what doesn't need to happen. You know, one of the biggest things that I talk about with Taking Back You is helping moms follow the dreams that were put on their hearts by God. And, you know, because because of the way society is set up, it's set up in such a way that we don't feel like 
those dreams and those aspirations can become a reality. Maybe it's because um, you watched your own mom give up her dreams and so you feel like, well, why would I be able to follow mine? Or because, you know, the belief is that women need to be at home, can't leave the home, um, shouldn't work outside of the home, you know, because for whatever reason, you've got Bible verses to support it. You've got whatever. And listen, if you want to talk about Bible verses to support women working, women only working from the home, holler at your girl and I will help you with that because that is not exactly what is said in the Bible. You know, I love me some Jesus and I want to make sure that it's, you know, um, that the words that we're reading and that what we're taking out of it is the actual truth. And so what I want you to do is I want you to write down on a sheet of paper, you know, Monday, give it a few spaces, Tuesday, a few spaces, Wednesday, and so on through the week. And I want you to make a list of what you do each day. So under Monday, you would write down all the things you do on Monday, like that you have to do. So uh, Monday, on on Monday, I have to get my son to school by 740. And I have to pick him up at 215. Everything else in in that day, like I have to let the dog out. I have to feed the dog. But I mean, everything else after that, I really don't like, it's not like imperative. Tuesday, what do you have to do? Wednesday, what do you have to do? And so on and so forth. And I want you to write all of those things down. If you'd like to do them, write them down. If you don't like to do them, write them down. Um, But I just want you to look at your week and all the things that you have to do that you're required to do. And if you think it's like it's too small or whatever, write it down anyway, whatever. And you can, we'll figure it out in the next step. So then after you do that, after you write down those things, you know I love to give homework. It's the teacher in me. After you do those things, you want to figure out what cannot be changed. What can you not change? What can you not take away from your daily, you know, activities? What do you have to do? Like I have to take my kid to school every day. I just have to. So that cannot go. So that means that if it cannot go, if there is no way around it, guess what you figured out? That's one of your priorities. So your child going to school and and getting him home from school or him or her home from school every day is one of your priorities. So you see what I'm saying? So the things in your schedule that you cannot go without doing. So now, listen, if you are part of a... I don't know, uh, let's say you're part of the PTA. And PTA, every, just the way life works, every Tuesday and Thursday, you have to be at a PTA meeting. Well, listen, you don't, you're, that's a volunteer position. You may like being at PTA and and you may enjoy being at PTA and your um, services may be very, very important to the PTA but you don't have to be at the PTA or be a part of the PTA. You don't have to be a part of that organization. If you are not there, someone else will inevitably, you know, fill your position. Now, I know sometimes that's a really hard pill for us mamas to swallow. We don't want to hear that we um, are not, you know, necessarily 
how do I say this? We don't want to hear that we're replaceable, that someone else could do the same thing that we do. We don't want to hear that. That's just not what we want to hear. I mean, I hate it too. Um, and so, you know, but we got to be real and we got to realize that if, if being a part of the PTA is just too much for you or it's causing you to take away from the things that you have to do, you are like, gotta do it. Like, you know, um, just things that you just honestly have to do, then, then, you know, maybe you need to think about pulling back on a couple of your PTA uh, responsibilities or, or whatever. I just use PTA as an example. That doesn't mean I'm telling everyone to quit the PTA. You know, but now I want you to look at and I want you to figure out what can be changed. So can you maybe reprioritize, shift some things? And, you know, if you look at that list and there's absolutely nothing on that list that can give then look again because there's always something that can give. It just depends on what we're willing to give, if you know what I mean. And if you look at that list also and there's nothing on this list that you particularly enjoy, that you just enjoy for yourself, that you enjoy doing, that makes you happy, then you also need to reprioritize because you can't keep, you know, I always say you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't keep putting in, to other people and taking out of you without refilling yourself so if you don't have anything in your list in your given week of things that you do that brings you joy and it doesn't have to be a lot it doesn't have to be like you know um well unless I spend $40 to get my nails did every other week then I just can't go on with my life no you can but like for me one of the things that I have to do every single week it's not deep it's not particularly I mean um, what does Jeff Foxworthy say? He's like, you know, it's not deep, but it is what it is. I have to watch This Is Us when it's on. Like, because This Is Us is like my cathartic time. I watch it. I cry. Usually every episode I cry. I get out the feelings because I have all the feelings. I get the feelings out. And then I'm like ready to go for the rest of the week. I don't know what it is, but This Is Us just does it for me. It could be any number of things for you. Um, and so that's a priority for me. On Wednesday mornings, I watch This Is Us, and that's what I do. And I don't know what to tell you, um, but I I tape my DVR films at the night. Films? Who says films? Films it. <laughs> my DVR records it the night before, and then I watch it on Wednesday. And it's great, and I love it. And I actually put that into my schedule. So figure out what needs to be changed and what could be added, what needs to be added. What where where is mama time? Where is you time? And those are your priorities right there, guys. It's really simple. Priorities, you know, are really simple, but um and I, and I said this today at Bible study. I said it's one of those things where it's really simple, but it's not easy. It's really simple, but it's not easy. And how many times do I say that? Something simple but not easy. You know what I mean? How many times do I say that? Oh my gosh, this is so simple. It's really simple, but it's not easy. And I, you know, those things are hard. They're hard because we have to admit that, you know, there's a, we know the steps, but we just don't do them. It's so weird. 
So I'm going to close with this um, because, you know, I, I want you to do I want you to do your homework and, you know, I want you to message me. Tell me, uh, email me, go on takingbackyou.com, drop me an email. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Message me and tell me what you're like, what give me some feedback. What are your priorities? How are your priorities going to change, um, you know, because of this? And, and, you know, and finally, what I want you to do is I want you to. If you're having a hard time with figuring this out, if you're having a hard time figuring out like, okay, what are my priorities? What is important? If you're having a hard time with that, then I need you to do this. I need you to pray. I need you to meditate. What, however you um, you, you kind of get centered. For me, it's prayer. Um, I always, I, I like to run a lot of things by God because I just know that, you know, I want to make sure that I'm always on the path that he has set for me. So I pray a lot. And you know what? Here's what's crazy. When you pray, you get answers. Now, you don't always get the answers that you want to hear, but you do get answers. And so then you can take those answers into consideration and you can think about your prayer. Um, you can think about, I'm sorry, you can think about your priorities and rework them, redo them. You know, so you should be doing this with the looking at your given week. You should be doing this about every, you know, every three months or so, every quarter. Figure out, you know, what you're doing, what you, what has to happen, what doesn't have to happen, what you want to happen. And those are your priorities. Those things are your priorities. What has to happen and what you want to happen are your priorities. Um, and the things that don't have to happen now, listen, like I said, the things that don't have to happen, the things that you don't like to do are not always going to line up. I'm sorry. I love you. Um, sometimes the things that you that have to happen are going to be things that you don't want to do. So I don't want you to think this is a happy, fuzzy, oh, Danny's just saying only do the things you love. But what I'm saying is because I know there are things that you're going to have to do that you don't necessarily want to do and that you have to make those a priority, what you need to also make a priority is adding in something that you do want to do. That also needs to be a priority. And if you're in a state of transition, if you're in a state of flux, or if you're literally sitting here going, Danny, I don't know what I like. <laughs> I don't know what I need to do. I don't know what I should be doing then that's where the prayer comes in. That's where meditation comes in. That's where going inside yourself and kind of figuring out what's going on or asking God, you know, for help and figuring out what's going on. That's when that needs to happen. Because, yeah, there are things that we just, we can't, we can't not do. But there are also things that um, we can do that bring us joy and, 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 and fulfill our spirits. So this week, I want you to think about priorities. I want you to really, really step back um, and look over your list of things that you um, have going on in your week. And I want you to figure out what, and I want you to prioritize them. I really, I want you to. And then you need to make sure you communicate these priorities with your family and that you speak with them. Because, you know, um, one of the biggest things that a lot of a lot of moms tell me is that they're trying to change. Lord, they're trying to change. They're trying to change. But, you know, their spouses are not necessarily helping them move forward or they might not be necessarily, um, not necessarily, not that they're not on board, but just because they're, you know, you know, the men, we love the men, but they don't always get what we're doing, you know, because 
you know how women are. You know how we are. And so the men sometimes are like, okay, uh, let me know. And so you got to let them know. You got to tell them. I, I can't tell you how many times that I've told, I've announced to my husband, this is what I'm doing now. And he's like, okay, um, do I have to do anything? No. All right. <laughs> and he's fine. But, you know, you just have to kind of give them a little bit of a, a heads up as to what's going on. And usually they're fine. But, you know, just communicate. Communicate with them. Communicate with your uh, children. Communicate with your friends. Communicate with your extended family. Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm working on. It's no, no, no hate. I love you, but I'm trying to prioritize these things. So for this season in my life, these things are going to take precedence and they're going to be very important. It doesn't mean I don't care about you and I don't love you. It just means that this is what I have to do. And listen, if you um, if you need somebody to blame it on, I always tell my husband this, if you need somebody to blame it on, blame it on me. Uh, they don't know me, whatever. So... <laughs> Danny says I have to prioritize things so you know they'll be like who the heck is Danny and you'll be like don't worry about it and then we all move on so you know don't um don't sell yourself short on this prioritizing you know uh, situation it is important you are important and you're worth coming up with you know um your list of priorities so that you can keep the busyness down to a minimum and make sure that you are actually getting things done all right, guys, I hope you have a great week. Um, we're over here just in puppy heaven. So I, I, I plan on having a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. I hope you do the same. Um, and if you are just so inclined, please, please, please share this episode with other people. Share it with other moms. Um, I really want to get the word out about taking back you because I think we've got a great thing going. And you guys, I have such a good lineup of guests that are going to be coming on starting within the next month. I am so excited. When I put out a message, and listen, I'm still looking for people. So if you would like to be on the Taking Back You Momcast, please, please, please message me and let me know. Um, I would love to love, I would love to have people. I, I want moms on this show. Um, and so like I said, I have such a great lineup that's coming up. I'm so excited. I wish I could tell you about all the things, but I don't have the schedule like completely concrete yet. So I can't share with you. Ah, but I'm so excited and I want you to be there and I want other moms to listen. And this is just going to be so cool, you guys. Um, the, uh, oh my gosh. Anyways, I'm super excited. I hope you're excited. Thank you so much. Have a great week and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Danny Carter-Iddens, creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted to create a safe place for mamas to focus on the dreams that have been placed on their hearts, where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice on how to do this mom thing. I want to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me and to build a community of mothers who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their children in their arms. Want to learn more? Visit takingbackyou.com because at Taking Back You, we know happy moms raise happy kids. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes, 
And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.